Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I don't love junior mints. I just don't hate them. I don't, I, don't, I don't understand why they are treated like second-class candy. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Oh, there's a, there's you don't a understand why name. a candy that is basically toothpaste wrapped up in stale chocolate is treated like a second-class candy. All right, I get it. It's a good, valid question. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Is there a time to change? You know, the three teams I've drafted this year, <laughs> second-class candy is pretty good. On WGR Sports Radio 550. So how do we feel about... Where the Bills are at with the offensive coordinator position here. Like, should Joe Brady just get to keep doing it? Got some credentials. Took over in a difficult situation, and they won all the time. He was the coordinator of the Philadelphia game that they lost. It was after Denver that Ken Dorsey was replaced. Uh, But pretty good run. Not that they lit it up. That, they, m- that might have been their most impressive offensive performance yeah. <laughs> with them in, in, in a yes. loss. It certainly was Allen's most explosive performance. Yes. There just was ironically, well, some would say it's not ironic, but I would. This team had, like, the passing part of it really just was diminished. They just shifted to this run-heavy thing, and they won. I think that's kind of ironic because I wouldn't have expected that. Like, I always said, the Bills... I mean, way back before it even started. The Bills are, are going to get good when they start to wake up and throw the ball. And eventually that happened, and they got great. And then even though they were winning here and got very close to a Super Bowl, really, I mean, pretty close, um, very different style of offense. We really don't know, I think, just how Brady felt about that. You know, like he's not too interesting with the press conferences, really doesn't. I thought, anyway, like give you too much of a window into his thinking, or at least didn't when I listened to him. Um, not unusual for a coach. So there's a little bit of you know uncertainty there, and this part where they won games but were not exactly so efficient or prolific offensively. I don't know. Like he doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. the offensive coordinator of the Bills at the end of this for me. He doesn't have to be. I wouldn't like necessarily criticize the Bills for going in a different direction. No, I, I would well I would well I mean, nothing against him. I, I, I liked him just fine. I, I'm connecting all the dots, which can be risky because we're going from like, you know, it's what kind of plays did he call, what was their offense like to you know, I, I am anyway making this point I'm about to make, connecting what McDermott and Bean had to say on uh, on Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever day that was, um, about explosive plays. And I've always been a pass first guy. I grew up with Andy Reid. Like all, all these sort of came up with Andy, all that stuff. I'm like okay, um, 
you know, they're they're gonna they're gonna draft receivers. They want to reestablish their passing game, and m- maybe uh, they ended up where they ended up style wise, being so run heavy out of necessity. Like it wasn't working. There was they didn't trust people to help Diggs. They couldn't get Diggs going. And that in and of itself could be alarming. Uh, maybe it should be alarming. Uh, but did, was it just the most reasonable path to go down considering their personnel and maybe their lack of talent at receiver? Um, the guys they brought in to supplement were completely ineffectual. I mean, Hardy had a couple of plays here or there that mattered. And of course the big punt return, but as far as like in the offense, stretching the field, a deep threat, a, 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 a better McKenzie, like none of that got even close. They never even really, to my eyes, tried it. It just, this it just wasn't in the cards. Uh, it seems so. Um, Maybe they want to like repackage that, rebuild that, and they'll be more pass heavy. That's sure how they sounded uh, talking about it. But again, their actions are a very different story. But maybe the circumstances of the season and their personnel led them to that. So I'm open to Brady, but I would welcome somebody else. Like I, I would respect them going outside and taking a look and being so impressed by someone. And real thinking like, you know, this is a better idea. That doesn't mean it has to work, but I'm I'm open to it. And again, that's nothing I, I'm fine if it's Brady. Uh and by fine I don't mean I'm settling. Like it it's I I I, I feel like he I like you liked the hire when he got here as quarterback's coach. Uh that was a that was a savvy, smart like that's a brainy guy. Let's get him in here and he can help. So I'm not down on him, but you want to go through the process. You should, you should be thorough. And if the result spits out a different name, I'm here for that. I think maybe the better conversation than Brady or not is like the style of the offense, right? Because that's what you're arguing for. We just don't know to what extent Brady like would be one or the other because, you know, it's a little bit confusing, I think, at this point with what happened. Um, and as always, there are plenty of people who are going to, you know, look at the run from six and six. I mean, listen to any sort of national booth comment, uh, commentary or just sort of national sort of football the general talk that you get, which would be like, oh, well, I mean, they got better. People will mostly point to the, their record because it's sort of a superficial level of analysis. They won games. You know, the the, the narrative would be they rallied around Sean McDermott after that big article from Tyler Dunn and look at the run they went on. But really, offensively, they were not better at all. They were just not better at all. Per play, any of that sort of smart stuff, the Bills' offense was worse. At least not better. So the argument, the the discussion comes down to sort of what you want from the Bills' offense. And look, they, they made that switch. That was not an accident. They were not hitting in the passing game like they had been. And you could say that that contributed to what they changed to. Probably had to. You know, it would be smart for that to have happened. Yeah. But now you're going into this this, uh, next offseason, probably losing Davis, wherever you're at with Diggs, but Diggs was, he declined last year. 
Shakir, okay. You can draft somebody. You can sign maybe another version of Deontay Hardy, or you still have Deontay Hardy at that anyway. Right. Sherfield's a free agent. But Kin- it's Kincaid, Knox. Whatever. Kincaid, right. You're not probably going out and signing Michael Pittman this year with no. what kind of money they'll have. And running backs will be cheaper, and you might get the running back equivalent of Michael Pittman somehow in free agency to complement Cook. I mean, Murray's old, and Fournette didn't work out. I don't know. Like, it could be – it always could be. But yeah. maybe this is a year where someone out of out of necessity, A, and B, what happened in 2023, you get a more obvious-looking shift to yeah. a team that wants the, the, the proverbial uh, balance. Yeah, I'm certainly not saying they won't sign. They, they probably will add a running back. But yes. I, I, I like Ty Johnson as a compliment to to um, to Cook. I, 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 he's not that much different. Like He's not the big banger guy that like a Murray was or, or you would have expected Fournette if he'd played more uh, to be. You know, he's, he's, he's maybe 20 pounds heavier, but... And maybe that maybe that matter. Like his style is different enough, I think, from Cooks. But you still might want that big guy, and so maybe they find their way to somebody like that. Um, they did just bring Darrington Evans back, but I don't know what his vitals are. But for whatever that's worth, he's one of those futures guys that they brought brought in. Um, yeah, I mean, receiver. There's to me almost nothing would be more stunning to me than if they found their way to enough money to sign some top flight free agent receiver. I just don't, I don't see how they can possibly make that happen. So you're going to have to go into the draft to find your Davis replacement, unless you think it's Justin shorter. And that might as well be a draft pick. Cause I mean, we didn't see him play at all. He's here. He, he knows the verbiage and whatever, but I mean, he's got a lot to prove to show that he belongs on the field in any way at all. Um, so they're almost at, they're almost nowhere at number two receiver right now. Um, Shakir. Right. But you know, talking to Sal, like, like he's slot. So I mean that he, he could be second on the team in receiving, but like your other outside receivers who I refer to as your number two receiver. Mm-hmm. So, um, they, that, that guy's not on the team right now. I don't think. 803-0550. Bruce is next. Hello, Bruce. Hey guys. How you doing today? Good. Thanks for taking my call. You're I welcome. just got one comment and I'll hang up and listen. Uh, about Brady. I think they should retain him as OC for the simple fact that he wasn't involved. These guys, it's like anything else, a mechanic, a carpenter. If you don't have something in your toolbox, you can't use it. You know what I mean? So I'm quite sure this go-around in the draft, he'll have much more input on what they need instead of, you know, I understand everybody wants instant gratification, this, that, and the other thing, but I truly believe he deserves a shot at it. I think he did a fine job. Okay. With that, I'll hang up and listen to what y'all got. Okay, thanks. Yeah, yeah fine. Like it was Dor- the the story was that Dorsey wanted Kincaid, which was interesting to me. I mean, that, that can be just what can be just talk, but it was interesting to me because um, he that's a that's a big that's a lot of power, <laughs> you yeah, know. Like, yeah. If yeah. if you're able to get what you want as an assistant coach, not that necessarily there was opposition to it, but. You know what? Just meaning what he wanted, what he saw the offense being, uh, how much they liked. He liked Kincaid as a, you know, as a piece in that. And how? Yeah, and how? And how like he? I think the the thinking behind that was that twelve personnel is going to give them, you know, all these advantages. 
and I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's still, it's always going to be a part of what they're they're going to be doing. Knox is under contract. I mean, I, I don't know how much benefit there is, if any, to doing something about that already. It's only the first year of his new contract just went by, I, I believe. So, um, but did twelve? Did that unlock their off? I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like they're better off going with well. Again, the, who who that other guy is going to be? But your name here, Shakir and Diggs and Kincaid, and like let's go and and cook. Like th- that's my ideal personnel package. It's tough. That's a tough sell when you don't know who one of those names is going to be yet. But that's where they're at. Lee is next. Hi, Lee. Hey, how you doing, gentlemen? Long time no talk. Yeah. Hi, Lee. Long time. Yeah, yeah. So listen, I mean, I think we're beating around the bush. I think the Bills have basically gone as far as they've gone, can go with the coach. I mean, the feeling I get from listening to you guys now, it's the whole season consequential because the coach is who he is. They basically play a style of football that he's been trying to get them to play for the last two years, and we saw the outcome Sunday. They completed 16 passes behind the line of scrimmage, Mike, Mm -hmm. and still gave up 27 against a Kansas City team that was down and ready to get beat. So, and and the thing that's crushing about it is, this was a year where uh, the kid in Cincinnati is now done. The kid in uh, the Chargers, he's not even in the playoffs. You know, you bet, if you win this game, you just got to get past Lamar. It was set up for them, and here we are yet again. So, I think it it means nothing until they get the right guy that, that can get Allen back to where he was was three four years ago and get this offense back to where it was because I don't buy the notion that I don't buy the notion that uh, personnel and who they were missing forced to play like this because the offense was 100% damn near uh, healthy. So it's as simple as that for me, man. It's time to move on from McDermott. Yeah, thanks, Lee. Well, I respect I respect that. You know, I guess yesterday or the day before, or even Monday, it doesn't really matter, at one point, the subject of McDermott's future came up and we were talking about Terry Pagula and how he might not even understand why McDermott would be talked about as like being fired. Like, what are you talking about? Haven't you seen the results? And I ended up saying in that, making that point, like, I think I'd be the same way, you know, just Mm -hmm. we we win. We're close. I, I mean, it's a big change we're talking about here and it could blow up. And, and then where are we? But um, actually, like, that is more conservative than I'd want to be, you know, looking at this. I think that the argument Lee makes is is fair. And I, I'm asking myself, right, if I'm saying that McDermott got what he wanted by Brady, through Brady, then why will that be different, which is Lee's point. I just A part of me also thinks, though, that circumstances called for that. And no, the offense wasn't hurt like the defense was, but Davis, his season was different, and then he did get hurt. You know, you just didn't really have as much established right. in the passing game, trying to figure out what how to use Kincaid when you have Knox. And having the defense be so roughed up That's... would want might so, sort of logically take you to ball control. Right. That, so that's that that is the that's the way out of why did they play that way the last six or seven weeks of the season is that and 
Sure, sure. It, it lends itself to McDermott's reputation. He's a he's he is the defensive play caller. Uh, but I think like any coach might have looked at this team objectively and saw the injuries they had and went like, okay, I I I can't risk just put throwing them back out on the field so quickly, even if, even if we're scoring points. Like I I, I got to protect them. So you know, and it also. Um, <clears throat> You, you 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 have to you have to have some faith that what they talked about this week is real and wasn't just patronizing. Well, it wasn't just feeding the machine. Like what everyone wants to hear to cool everyone off is that we know Josh Allen is an MVP candidate, and we know that's our meal ticket. And so we're going to throw it like crazy because that's what we need. And I know that I've always been that way," said Sean McDermott this week. And these last few weeks, and I, I don't know, was he asked specifically, well, why did you do what you did? Why did you become the run-heaviest team in the league? I don't think he was. Um, maybe his explanation would include some of the things we've just said here. I don't know. Um, but I, you just have to trust, I guess, that he means what he said this week. That well, they, they want to be that team and they need to go get the personnel to make it happen again. That's tough to do, I think, frankly. Honestly. With respect to him, that's tough to do mm-hmm. because a lot of what, again, he just has never really or very rarely found it necessary to let the fans in on some of the real thinking going on with the Bills. Heck, 13 seconds happened and he wouldn't explain it. Years later, he still hasn't explained it. So that's a little different than this. But yeah, I, I just, I do not want to read into hardly anything he said the other day because I think it's probably valueless. Because what they do, what he says is what he knows. Like you know, you said it in a different way, but we want to be better at everything. So whatever the areas are where we weren't better, we want to make sure to mention those. And they're probably being asked about those in the first place. And then you end up, you can end up sort of making the wrong read. You know, like making the wrong read. So I don't know. Well, man. I don't know. It was more. I, I hear you. It was way more specific than get better at everything. I mean, pass to win, pass first, explosive plays. I learned that from Andy. Like, I think if he, if if they get going next year and they're playing like they played the last month and a half of the season, it'll be glaring. Like people will be wait, will be wait, everyone will be waiting with those quotes about the passing offense and pass first and explosive plays. That it wasn't just a like a you know offhanded. You know, I need to be better. Uh, that was pretty specific, I thought. And okay. I, I think he'd have a hard time. Well, whatever he can do, whatever he wants. He's coach of the team, but I, I think it would it would be glaring if they were as run heavy to start next year as they were at the end of this year, considering how he sounded. It's not like they were even good at it. Like they weren't so good at running the ball that it sort of justified that. It just you know they had their moments, Dallas, but it wasn't like that they were dominant or anything that way. And in another moment of sort of back and forth or <laughs> sort of seeing both sides is the season ended on what could be called an explosive play. I don't know. Is there a yardage definition when it comes to this? <laughs> but Allen just ignoring a more conservative option, which is what I think he should have done, taken and going for the, the shot and ends up helping cost the Bills their uh, their season. Let's go to Joe next. Hi, Joe. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, uh, Joe. It's a tough, tough uh, wide right, too. Kind of hurts a little bit. But uh, why are we talking about Coach McDermott? It's not like we lost from a blowout. Okay, even the 13 seconds game, 
We were in a battle. And, yeah, all right, there was a mistake leaving 13 seconds on the clock back two years ago. Um, Cincinnati in the divisional round, you know, we had an emotional roller coaster that I think the guy and the team worked through and just fell flat in Cincinnati in the divisional round. I'm not looking for excuses, but okay. And then today, a wide right. I'm more disappointed about not being able to see two more minutes of football of Patrick Mahomes marching down the field and maybe Allen marching down the field because what that missed missed field goal cost us. We all lost two minutes of entertainment there, Um, and it would have been great football. I mean, what are we talking about here? Five years in the playoffs, four-time AFC's champs, all right, bridesmaid, yeah. You change your formula, you tweak it. You replace Gabe Davis. You get your number one receiver out there. You get your defense back, which had holes in it all over the place. But you don't do it with a different coach. He's made changes in his five-year, six-year, ten-year here. I will listen to what you guys got to say about that. I don't have anything to say about that right now, as we're going to get to a break, but your, you know, your uh, way of – Asking rhetorically, why are we talking about it? Is of course being explained constantly on this show every day <laughs> for for all these years. It is constantly explained why people do have that. Right. The, the caller before you brilliantly laid it out the argument for the change. I am not a hundred percent with him, but it was just so. You're not really asking right. why are we why talking, are we about, talking it? about it? Lee brought you're it up constantly, <laughs> hearing us do it. And yes, Bulldog. In this case, it's because the caller before you brought it up when we were talking about Joe Brady. That's why we are talking about it literally this time. Next time, it will definitely be probably be for a different reason. But thanks, Joe. Of course, you're very reasonable. And by the way, he's not going anywhere. Right. So well, it's just talk anyway. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here, 803-0550. This is WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 